welcome everyone to the very latest Bolt from the Blue podcast. Thank you very much for all your support. Thank you so much, guys. So here we are. We've got the normal people you would expect in the house. We've got Ray Bubbles. Ray, how are you doing? Well, it's the first time I've been called normal in in years. <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing all right, mate. I'm doing all right. Fantastic. And we've also got Bernard Deneen. Bernard, how are you doing? Yes, again, I agree with Ray. Uh, normal is never usually a word associated with uh, with me, but uh, we'll go for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bernard, I've got a bone to pick with you. Because, no, uh, no, we no, 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 no. <laughs> because uh, we were talking, we were talking about uh, all the, on Twitter uh, the kind of team that Pep would put out, and uh, I was, I was saying to guys, I bet, I bet Bernard doesn't uh, pick the team. There's no way because it was a weird uh, kind of like a, a setup. What did you think, uh, Bernard? How how many of them did you get right? Well, I think uh, I think we, we might know. I got eight, but I'll say nine because I did say if Palmer was fit, he would play. So, uh, and I did, because because you're looking at that midfield, when I picked my team, and if Palmer was injured, wasn't he at weekend? He had a little bit of a knock. He wasn't in the squad, so I was looking at it. And I thought we've got to play KDB or Bernardo. There's nobody else to play, so I put one of them in. But on the proviso that, of course, if Palmer was fit, he would slot in there for one of them guys. So I will stand by that. And I'll also say, because I'm an old fart and I'm, my my head doesn't work right, when I put Wilson Esbrand, I was thinking of this. I was thinking of the other guy. I was thinking of Lewis. I just got him totally mixed up. I was forgetting he was a centre back and Lewis was the right back. So yeah. Um, Yes, my fault, my fault. I've got eight. I've got eight. I think I'll, I'll give myself nine. I'm not going to give myself ten for Lewis as well, because that'll be, <laughs> that'll be pushing it, guys. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go for nine, I think. <laughs> you know you got the black players wrong. People will be saying things. <laughs> no, it's right backs and centre-backs. I get all confused as to where they play. That's, that's the trouble. I've, I've no idea with Pep's team where these right. guys play. I thought, well, yeah, you, you, you know, Bernard does this every week, and it's... It's not fair, really, because he's putting himself on the line. So let's ask Ray. Ray, how many of those players could you have predicted? Uh, I would have got eight, eight or nine, simply because. I, I, now, come on, Ray. You would not have got anything near what Bernard got. Oh, of course really? he would. Of course he would, Mike, because we know, we know Pep doesn't play kids. And I don't care <laughs> what everyone's saying, playing that bogus, bogus lad and all this. And I'm looking at it on social media. I'm thinking, what the hell are these people on? Because he's never going to play them sort of play. He's never going to play the kids I'm, like I'm that. I'm thinking Ray, Ray, Ray would have got five or six, maybe. No, no chance. <laughs> the front three, I think they picked themselves. Grealish, um, Alvarez and, and Mares. I don't think there's any question Correct. about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rodri's going to be rested. KDB's going to be rested. Bernardo's going to be rested. Okay. I thought Pep might pick one of them, but, you know, you can slip... As he did, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Gunduan in there. You can slip him in. Um, Palmer, you'd expect to start. And Foden. So that's not, I don't think that's mm. too bad. I think, and uh, Gomez, yeah, because Concello's, I think, played in every single game this season or something. Or uh, Bernardo might be the same. Um, it's centre backs I wouldn't have got. It's the centre backs that I, I thought were hard because we've got five fit centre backs. Yeah. I, I thought Aki would have played this game, you know. I think a lot of people would have had Aki or Akanji or one of those two or maybe even Stones maybe even Stones mm. at right back uh, because 
come the weekend, if Walker's not fit, it won't be Lewis playing at right back. I can tell you that. So I thought Pep might, you know, yes, he might put a kid in, but he also uh, might give another uh, one of his first team players a chance at right back ahead of the weekend. So you know, get I think eight eight is is probably what you should be getting. You know, getting it spot on. I thought last night was not an easy one to get. Uh, okay, let's go, let's go to Bernard. Bernard, what do you know about Rico Lewis? I, I mean, I was um, I was quite famous in it in uh, maybe two or three pods uh, back ago, and I said I don't know anything about this kid. I know nothing about him. I I didn't even see him in the lineup for the under like the under twenty ones. I have no idea about him at all. Do you have a better idea? Uh, well, only that I think I saw him a couple of times at the academy. I was speaking before with Ray off air on another thing, and uh, I've watched a couple of academy games, and he's been quite—I've uh, been quite impressed with that. But we saw him in um, who, who was it we played Copenhagen, the five nil. He came on for a bit of that, didn't he? But we know what we're getting, and he's—he's he's very much a pep right back. He's very, very uh, attacking minded. And he's enthusiastic, and uh, Pep knows that. He's been on the fringes, and uh, it was no surprise. As I say, I was surprised because I got the wrong one. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a surprise for Lewis. So, so I wish I'd been a bit uh, a bit, bit cleverer on my thing. But, uh, yeah, I think it was on the cards. Uh, and it certainly wasn't going to be Wilson Ezra Brown because he's a centre-back. And as Ray said, we've got, we've got five of them buggers fit. So <laughs> that's, that's why I made a bit of a mess of that one. But, yeah, um yeah, he, he was an option, and uh, fa- thankfully he came. He had a great, great night, didn't he? Yeah. Well, well okay. Let, let, let's go over to Ray and say, Ray, do you know a little bit more about this guy? Who are we talking about? Okay, Rico Lewis. I, I've seen probably as much of him play as Bernard has. I might see him a touch more, touch less. I, I don't know. Obviously, where he's played in uh, in the first team, the kid's seventeen years old, uh, and. 347 days. Uh, I know that because yesterday he was 17 years old and 346 days because he became the youngest player to uh, score on his first start in the Champions League, beating Karim Benzema's record. So uh, that's how I remember how old he is. Um, He's been at City since he was eight years old as a City fan. Uh, Lives, uh, the TV said in Bury, which I think Bernard said it's more accurately, Whitefield, which is kind of a suburb of Bury, but Bury apparently have produced the most uh, England players, or most players who played for England have come from Bury. And I'll ask Bernard to name me one famous. Well, I don't, he didn't come from Bury, I don't think, but he played for Bury before he joined City. Colin, old oh, Colin, yeah, Colin Bell. But apparently, because uh, the, uh, the two Neville, Neville brothers were, uh, came from uh, Bury, so. Um, but he's been at City since he was eight years old. Um, he, and just looking at his record, he, he had his first game for City uh, for the first team in the preseason tour to the United States. Um, they called the, the, the kids went there that Pep thought were good enough. Um, he made his first team debut. Came on as a sub when we beat Bournemouth four 0 and then obviously. This game against Sevilla, there's a good chance he'll play against Chelsea next week in the Carabao Cup. Uh, I think that'll be more of a challenge for him. Um, so, you know, he's going to get 
couple of games in a couple of weeks for the first team, hopefully a couple of starts. So we'll get we'll, we'll slowly get a better idea where he is. But Pep said last night, he said, you know, there are no presents. We don't give gifts away. You've got to earn your place in the first team. And the kids that have, have been there, so your Palmer's been there, Wilson Esbrand and um, Rico Lewis, have been there since the start of the season. So they've been playing with the first team, training, sorry, training with the first team since the start of the uh, season. So, you know, and they're getting closer to um, get, uh, getting up, uh, proper opportunities. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it's what we want as, as, as fans. It is, it's, you know, to have, now we've got Gomez, who's a City fan, boyhood City fan. We've got Fordham, we've got Palmer there coming through. We've got uh, Lewis coming through. Obviously, we've got Haaland. Five City fans there. It's incredible. And if we can sign Jude Bellingham and this kid from um, that Georgian... <coughs> Jude Bellingham isn't a City fan. That Georgian kid, he's a City fan as well because of Georgian King Gladstone. So, you know, we could have a, a, a conveyor belt of a great talent coming through uh, who are City fans. Uh, you know, and forget the class of uh, 92. This is the class of 22. So, you know, we could end up with several City fans in the first team um, in, within the next five years. Uh, and that's, I think that's, that's dreamland stuff for City fans. All right, guys, let's take a look at the lineup. So we had Ortega, we had Laporte, we had uh, Lewis, uh, Diaz, Sergio Gomez, Gundawan, Palmer, Foden, Mares. Alvarez, um, Bernard, and uh, Grealish. Now, I'm just going to ask uh, Bernard a question. This is going to be funny for him, but funny for me. Uh, where do you rate, uh, you know, those two players that played for Manchester United and who are now on all over the TV? Um, and uh, how good were they? Uh, 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 like we're talking about the left back, basically, because um, because guys, um, the question I have for you is that we the the celebrities always put up this uh, the, this team like this um, celebrity team of of all stars from the Premier League era, and they 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 keep picking like a certain Gary Neville for uh, right back. Well, was he that good? Because I I seem to remember that like. Um, <laughs> I seem to remember that some of our city players had him on toast. Well, yes, he just is what he is. He was in a very, very good squad. He's in a very, very good team. And players who play in a good team, if we see it at City, we saw it at United when they were good a long, long time ago. Uh, of course, they, they look good in a, in a team set up like that. I'd take them out of that. Uh, they don't quite look as as good somewhere else. That's as, it's as simple as that. They they did the job they were asked for for a, a fantastic manager, which is which he was what he wasn't. He wasn't going to play someone who's who's useless. He had he had his team, and uh, you know I couldn't stand the guys because he played for United. Uh, I can't I, you know I wouldn't I hated them. You know uh, I've no interest in them whatsoever. But yeah. They, they, they did what they were capable of doing within that uh, a very very good squad and a very very good team. Now I'm going to go first across to Ray because I'm sure he's got opinions about that. And um, Ray, the Neville brothers. Let's let's think about this for a second, okay? Now, in my personal opinion, I think that um, the other brother was the better player, but I think that Sean Goter had um, Gary Neville on toast. Um, oh. <laughs> well, we remember that, that, that derby game where. Uh, Gary was trying to shepherd the ball out and uh, uh, go to uh, 
picked picked his pocket and, and scored a goal. And uh, yeah, but look, look, I mean, just just be thankful, you know, where God is. You know, uh, we're, not, we're not into religion here on, on the channel, but God has blessed them with. You can't argue about this. God blessed the Neville brothers with uh, fantastic football talent. You, there's no denying that. You know, really, no, Ray? Do you think it was? Do you, do you think it was talent, or it, was it just hard work? No, it's you, nobody gets to the top without hard work. You look at the what's been said about Harland that like he goes to bed at ten o'clock. He turns his electronics off. He wears orange glasses to help him sleep. You know, and so a City fan, I don't know who it was, making fun of him. I think, you know, I was saying if it was a United player, we'd have a real go. No, actually, the difference is, that's the difference why Haaland is one of the reasons, apart from his innate skill, that Haaland is a top-level footballer because he's put his, uh, his, his, you know, he's, he's doing all the right stuff to do that. And why you, that, that City fan is cleaning toilets because he's not put those ideas in. You know, it's why Cristiano Ronaldo at 37 is, is still... A, you know, a, a Premier League uh, player, and he's still a decent player. Because um, you look after yourself, so you've got to put the hard work in. Uh, but as I said, God blessed them with with a lot of talent and football. But you've always got to balance up the equation, okay? You've got to balance up the equation, and he gave them the looks of the Chuckle Brothers. So uh, I mean, the Chuckle Brothers compared <laughs> to Gary and Phil Neville. So. Come on, <laughs> honestly, honestly. We're, we're in our, some of us in our fifties uh, and sixties here, and you know we'd give him, uh, the, Chuck, the the Neville brothers a run for the money in the look sticks, you know, and uh, and you know <laughs> I tell you what, there's, there's no Tom Cruise uh, or Michael J. Fox among us, uh, the three of us here, but uh, the Neville brothers. I mean, come on, you know, uh, God certainly balanced up the scales by making them. Uh, pig ugly, but anyway, we're not here to uh, criticize. All right, Bernard, Bernard, let's stop this. Let's stop. Let's stop, Bernard, for Bernard, for your opinion. If we're going to talk ugly, we're going to talk about Rio Ferdinand. But okay, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. But let's ask Bernard, Bernard, um, on your on your view, as long as you've been watching football, you watch the Neville brothers. Uh, obviously, they were, they were, they were, they were. I think famously described as busy, busy players. Um, what, um, were they any good? Was one of them any better than the other, or were they just like, um, just uh, really, 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 really good uh, club players? Let's just let's just get off this Neville brothers thing. Let's get on with with City. I mean, let's. In the words of the old song, "If the Devils play for England, so can I." That's what we used to sing. So that, that sums it up. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Well, let, we will absolutely do that. By the way, before I continue, did anyone see the the interview that I put up with Malcolm Allison and Brian yeah, Clough? Yeah, did you see that? that? That was out, uh, that was outstanding. That was that was something special, wasn't it? But anyway, Absolutely. all right. Anyway, let's talk about the game. Talk about the game. Yeah, he was something special, Malcolm Allison, wasn't he? All right, guys, let's get on. Let's get on with this game. So, three-one to Man City. We thought it was a dead rubber. It was the classic definition, uh, Bernard, of uh, a dead rubber. You would think. How did you think that City began to negotiate this tie? 
Well, I think we've said it before, he made seven changes, didn't he, to the <coughs> Leicester game. And we've said on here, and other fans have said it, we've said it on social media. As soon as Pep makes more than five or six changes, uh, we do, we don't have the flow. And we certainly didn't have the flow that first half. It could have been very different, of course. Uh, within two minutes, Palmer had a fantastic opportunity to put, put us up. Um, unfortunately saw his, his effort just go over the top. Uh, I think if that had gone in, it might have calmed everyone down and give everyone a, a bit of a boost. But uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest first half. We've said that a few times. I think we said it a couple of pods ago. You know, the first half, we'll just write that off and, and forget about it and move on. It was, uh, uh, if anything, uh, Sevilla probably had the, the more clear-cut chances and certainly could have had a, a couple of goals. But yeah, it's always hard. It's always hard. You want to make seven changes to a team. I don't care what quality of player you're bringing in. We didn't bring many kids in. We brought experienced players in. It's going to be hard work, and, and it proved proved so again for City in that first half. Yeah, so uh, let's let's go to Ray. Ray, obviously, when we were watching that first half, we saw all of the uh, results coming in. Um, Chelsea went one up, and AC Milan went up, went up, went up. Juventus went 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 one up, and we were thinking. All right, so this is a this is a pretty much a dead rubber. Uh, I don't know how much City are, uh, really care about this. What did you think of the first half, uh, Ray? It weren't great, I don't think. But it, it's one of those things, though. Okay, I don't think it was as as Bernard said. It wasn't a flowing first half; it's a bit stodgy. But we had a couple of chances, and if you put those couple of chances away and you go in at half time at two 0 We'd probably say, that oh, was a decent first half. You know, we got a couple of goals, we were winning 2 0. So it's very easy, I think, to be misled a little bit because um, we, had, we had the chances. Um, There's one really nice move involving Ford and um, Gunduan. Uh, yeah. A couple yeah. of uh, nice bits of pressure on the keeper, which resulted in him giving the ball away to us in dangerous positions, which sadly we, we couldn't take advantage of. So. You know, we were, as, as one phrase Bernard talked about, is nearly men. We would nearly men that first half. I think, as I said, if we scored those two goals, we'd have turned around and said, yeah, this is easy. And, uh, we, you know, we don't, and, we, and we're winning by not playing as well as we need to because we don't need to. Um, so there wasn't, you know, that flow with so many different players. I mean, you, you had a totally different midfield. You know, no Bernardo, no KDB, that's, uh, no Rodri. Massive, that's a massive difference. And obviously no Haaland there. Um, and the full-backs were changed, just as Bernard has said. So many different players. It's going to take time to sort out. And I don't think we did get it sorted out. You know, we fell a goal behind to, what's his name, Mia? Mia, um, yeah, Rafa Mia, yeah. Yeah, he played in lower le- either lower leagues here or, uh, you know, a little bit here in the past. Um, he had a one chance uh, in the earlier on, a header that went wide. Um, uh, the, on the uh, on our left, and then he scored from a corner. Of, uh, um, and he was on the left part, uh, side of our box, and he was totally unmarked. I mean, we had a chat with Bernard before we came on there. There were city, there were seven city players at the near post. Uh, this zonal marking pile of pants because at the far post we had Gomez and uh, Rico Lewis. Um, you know, inexperienced players, two of them there. The most dangerous player probably in the air for the opposition was this Mia fella. And we didn't have one of our big guys. We didn't have um, 
someone like Diaz or Laporte on him because of the zonal marking. And it was it was poor. It was a it was far too easy and header. He headed it back the way it came, right in the corner. You can't blame the keeper. Edison would have saved that. Even um, even Mister Allison, supposedly the best keeper, one of the best keepers in the world, he would have saved that. It was it was just too. Too easy, a free header. There was not even a challenge on him. I, I'm, I'm staggered that he, there was even a challenge. It's one thing someone gets a good header on a ball, um, you know, uh, and, and scores under pressure. But when there's no challenge, I think that was a bit weak from us. And uh, probably we deserve to go in one 0 down. Let me let me go to Bernard. Now, Bernard, I'm going to challenge Ray a little bit because I'm looking at a picture, uh, courtesy of the Guardian, of the goal. You've got Ruben Diaz, uh, you've got Sergio Gomez, and you've got that little fella, Rafa Mir, uh, heading that ball into the net on 30 minutes. What did you think, Bernard? Yeah, was it, uh, was it an Isco corner? Was it, it's nice to see yeah. Isco at the Etihad, isn't it? It's, it's, you know, it had to happen. Uh, so it was nice. But the thing is, he wasn't exactly whipped in, was it? He wasn't exactly whipped in at pace, was it? It was floated, so. You know, there was plenty of time to rejig yourself about and get over. I, I saw Simon Pekowski blame Diaz, but I didn't blame Diaz. He was just trying to get across because no one else seemed to be doing anything, as, as, as we pointed out. And Ray's mentioned, uh, all right, I'm not, we're not going to have a, a go at Lewis. I, I don't think he was on the screen, but that was sort of his area where he should have been. And of course, uh, Gomez was looked a little bit slow, but uh, it's just it's just ludicrous, really, that uh, our marking was was abysmal. And as we say, we keep saying it. Other other people, other fans of, from other clubs mention it. Zonal marking, and they, they just hate it. But it, it is what it is. So very disappointing. Let's go over to Ray again. So Ray, like uh, one nil down at halftime. I think most of the city fans on social media didn't really care that much. Uh, although I did, but um, a couple of minutes after the uh, the start of the second half, actually it was seven minutes actually, and then mm. we get Rico Lewis, seventeen years old. If you didn't know that already, guys, he's seventeen years old. And uh, what do you think of that? This was um, I I think what well, one of the things that I love so much is the way that the senior city players really celebrated with him. They really yes. hugged him, and uh, they they showed him their love. That was that was quite a good goal, though, wasn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, it it was uh, well um, crafted after they made a mistake. I mean, we were uh, we were up there. We should have done a little bit better with our attack. We give the ball away. They give it straight back. He went to uh, Julian Alvarez, and he put a nice little ball through. Inside the fullback, uh, Rico Lewis just ran onto it. And the goalkeeper, uh, I think I'm right here, Bernard, the goalkeeper left a gap at his near post. You know, you, you're always told to hit it across the keeper, but he left that gap at the near post. It was too big a gap. And uh, Rico Lewis just uh, calmly side-footed it into the roof of the net of the near post. Well executed, well taken goal. You know, showing a lot of calm, a lot of calmness. Uh, in that he didn't take a big swipe at it. He had a shot in the first half, which you know he, he could have maybe done a slightly better with. Um, so he set his sights there. Uh, it was a very very nicely taken goal. Yeah, Bernard, it, it was a lovely goal. I, I'm not exactly sure if I agree with certain people on Twitter that were thinking this is the new uh, Leroy Sane, but 
Um, <laughs> it, it was a nice goal, and he's got some potential, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, as I say, he's a typical pet fullback, isn't he? He likes to get up, up, up top. Uh, and as Ray said, the keeper went to his left where he should have really uh, had it covered on his left. I think he was surprised by it, and I, I don't think he he wasn't a great goalkeeper. Is it Bo, is it Bono Bono or something? He's probably like he's not Bolt quite as bad as I think his name is Bolt from the Blue, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just he's a poor keeper. I mean, he is a poor keeper. We should have tested him a lot more. And I think that, as I said, Rico Lusti, he didn't have to put his laces through it. He literally, as, as Ray said there, side-footed it into the top of, well, top of the net to the goalie's left-hand side. And the, the goalie, uh, I think we mentioned Edison the other day, didn't we? Above the ball was like six foot to a, uh, sorry, six inches to a foot either side of you. You've got a chance of doing a reflex save, but uh, it wasn't that far away from his left shoulder, but he just couldn't react quick enough. Uh, it was just badly placed and uh, Lewis took advantage. Well, well, Ray, let's let's move on a little bit. It was very, very difficult for City fans to care too much about this result. But we had your man Alvarez on. He was brought on uh, off the bench, and um, he made it two one. He's a bit. Of, he's a bit of a player. I, I really, really believe that he's going to do things for us uh, in the future. And he rounded, rounded the keeper very nicely. Of course, it was a beautiful uh, through ball. Uh, to him, what did you think about this one, Ray? Uh, Alvarez, yeah, look, he's, he's had a few games and he's he's just look. It's, it's difficult when your other striker is Haaland. If this had been, if if Alvarez, if we didn't have Haaland, Alvarez would have played a lot more. He'd have scored a few more goals, I think, and he'd have some de- decent numbers. And that he and that consistency that, that regular playing brings you, I think you would have seen more from him. You know, it's diff- I think it's difficult for him because when he gets Games, he feels he's got to take his chance, and sometimes I think that can end up where you're a bit too eager, you can be a little bit too greedy, uh, and you snatch at stuff. Um, but look, he worked really hard, chasing down the goalkeeper when he had the ball, forcing him to make some mistakes and, and passing it out uh, to our players instead of um, clearing it. So, in the effort and energy, the determination, application. That's all there. You'll never dispute that. Um, he's got skill as well. And it's nice to see, you know, he's, I don't know how many goals he's scored. Probably scored about five goals, six goals this season, um, which is actually decent numbers for a new kid, um, for a young kid. Ball from KDB was out of this world. Um, you know, he just, he got it, looked up, held off a second from in, in his own half. He placed the ball around the defender, uh, mid, who was midway through, uh, their half. Uh, on to Alvarez, who, when he got it, I think he could have passed to Mares, but he he only had eyes for checking around the keeper and, and scoring. He uh, a couple of touches where he, he feigned to have a shot, and you know that uh, give him that half a yard to get around the keeper. Um, and I thought he'd taken it a little bit too wide, but he slammed it home from um, as he was going away from goal, right into the roof of the net. And it's one of those where he, you, know, you think he could have shinned that, he could have hit it over the bar. Uh, but the confidence of the lad, great goal, great goal, and yeah, it'll, it'll just, I think it'll bring him on. Um, you know that quality of the finish that he, you know, he starts the game. I expect him. He's a good chance that he'll start against um, Chelsea next week, if not uh, up front on his own or with Haaland possibly. 
for half a game or alternating with Haaland for that. But, you know, he, he needs games and uh, he got a game last night. He scored the goal, got two assists. You can't really ask much more from him. Let's go to uh, Bernard Bernard. They're all raving about him in Argentina. Obviously, you've got uh, Lionel Messi, you've got Sergio Aguero. They're all talking about Julian Alvarez. They think he's they think he's the next best thing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you watched if we watched the the videos of his performances for River Plate and all that sort of thing, I mean, these are the sort of goals he was scoring. You know, and he does like to hit it into the uh, top of the net as well. You know, he's not a pyro. He don't he don't put them along the floor into the goal. He smashes them into the into the roof of the net, and uh, that was a fantastic goal. And he he like all the city players. I was, I was feeling sorry for him. I was feeling sorry for him at half time because he don't, he's got this opportunity, and just like all the city players, people like Palmer have the opportunity they were pretty awful that first half and I was literally for Alvarez specifically I was thinking this guy's missing another chance here you know he's missing another opportunity but then he comes out in that second half uh, if you had a if you had a, a first half from hell he certainly had a, a second half to remember absolutely brilliant and the way the way he, he as Ray said that the goal poor goalkeeper was stranded he just he teased him he teased that goalkeeper he uh, I played a game at Main Road, a charity game, and the foot, I let one goal in, and the forward did exactly the same to me. He just teased me, took it to it, and I sort of went to dive, and then I had to stop, and he teased me again. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't, and he, that's what Alvarez did to the keeper. He, he just took the mick and blasted it uh, into the roof of the net, and as Ray said, a couple of assists as well as the goal, so... Absolutely brilliant. I, I was happy for him. As I said, I was a bit worried at half-time because it, it was a big opportunity and it looked as though it might have passed him by, but fortunately uh, it, it hadn't and he had a great second half. Bernard, who was the manager in that game? Was it Malcolm Allison? <laughs> which, which one? Uh, the, when you when you when you were teased for that goal? Oh no, no my manager was um, was uh, uh, oh god, Peter Barnes. Peter Bounds was my manager in that game. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, guys. <laughs> and if you want to see a great photograph, you can see the one that uh, Ray took of me, Peter Barnes, Tommy Booth, and uh, Mr. Book as well. Uh, that's a fantastic picture uh, on Facebook. Uh, le- let me just ask uh, Ray. Ray, it's a little bit early to say. It's a little bit early to say. But what what is your your first impressions of Alvarez? He's all right. Okay, it is too early to say. He's uh, all he's all right. Is that the best you've got? Come on, yeah. Mike. It's too early to say. You know, it, it would be as I said. It would have been different if Harlem wasn't here and Alvarez had more game time, so he could put in you know three or four or five uh, games. Back. He could start three or four or five games back to back. We'd have a better idea of where he is. We don't know. I think the truth is, no one really knows yet where he is. We don't see him in training. We just see some you know bit part appearances. He I looks absolutely one... fantastic on YouTube, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I tell you what, I could find two minutes of Bernard saves on YouTube, and he'd look. You think, oh, he's not. Right. <laughs> it's true. You only put your good stuff out on. on you you know, find, a... If you can find Bernard on YouTube, I will pay you money for that. I tell you what, he's in. <laughs> so would I. So would I. I want, I want some. <laughs> I'd love to save yourself now. <laughs> no, it will be in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see Bernard in in the goal. You know, like Edison, bored. He has night to do. And he'll be reading the Dead Sea Scrolls. I mean, that that's how all the footage should be. <laughs> but, uh, 
So hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not, we have string, we have string for a crossbar, so don't start. <laughs> so, um, but no, no, no. Honestly, it's like everybody. Harland is a different, is different gravy, he's a different kettle of fish. He's brilliant, and you know you can see that. Alvarez, like all the other players who join City, I say wait till next season. Don't pin too much uh, on the kid. <laughs> you know, we see players do look at social media. I, so I'm not pinning anything. I'm not saying he's got to, you know, any numbers he's got to do. I just say I, I will make my decisions at the end of the season as to, you know, what he's achieved this season. Um, it's too soon, as I said. He needs that a run of games, um, and let, let's just see. But uh, from what we've seen so far, as I said, the kid works really hard. He, he, he's, he's good in that respect. He's chasing people down, so he's he's got that part of his game. Uh, we've seen the, some, we've seen quality in this game, and we just need to see consistency now. That's what I'm waiting for. If we see consistency added to the other elements, then he's an eight out of ten player. Oh my gosh, Blues! You've got, you've you've had a really august opinion uh, from uh, Ray there that you don't often get. Um, let's uh, move on. Uh, and uh, ten minutes later, I think it was Bernard, and it's Ray's favourite player, the the guy. Oh. The, the the one trick pony, I guess uh, we we call him. It's uh, Mares, and he made it three one. Yeah, the old Algerian genius, wasn't it? I mean, he he played all the game. Pep hadn't dragged him off, which uh, obviously tells us he won't be playing on Saturday against Fulham. That's for sure. Uh, and all credit to him, he, he took it very very well. He was set up brilliantly again by Alvarez, who uh, pushed the, pushed the guy over. But I think the guy fell over, didn't he? He was just trying to pick him up, I think, before he took the ball on. But uh, yeah, great play by Alvarez. Lady, I mean, could could Mares miss? Probably. He's probably missed. He's missed from that distance from the penalty spot a few times. But yeah, uh, keeper nowhere. And yeah, a quiet game for Mares, but at least he got on the got on the score sheet. And I'll, I'll let Ray have a I'll let Ray have a little word about it. Well, uh, but let's go over to Ray. Uh, Ray, this goal was pretty much down to Alvarez, who was scavenging for it. But is that left know, foot? Yes. Is that, is that, is that, it's that left foot. I mean, when Mares gets that ball on his left foot and it's comfortable, more or less, it's going in the goal. Well, yeah. Look, Alvarez did well. Alvarez did all the hard work. I don't know if there's any question about that. He robbed the defender. He had a choice of uh, a player on the left, Mares on the right. He chose Mares. Mares uh, took a step inside, and uh, yeah, it was you know he had all, he had oceans of space to in which to put that goalie was out of position. I think he could have bent it around him in, uh, into the far corner. Instead, he lifted it over him into the near corner. Pretty straightforward. Pretty easy goal. I think it's a goal he should have scored, and he did score it. So, um, you know, I'm not going to get carried away. If you want, I don't think I'm going to get carried <laughs> away. You know, um, it's a goal he should have scored, and he scored it. You're, for him. You, you would not expect Ray to to be carried away by anything that uh, Mares did, guys. Any any player does something wonderful, I'll say so. KDB's pass out of this world for the second goal. Mares' Mar- goal. I'd, I'd expect him to do that. It's not, nothing out of this world, you know. It was, it was a decent finish, but it's a goal he should be scoring. I'll go. I'll go over to Bernard for a little bit more praise. I think that uh, Maris has got an absolute wand of a left foot, and um, <laughs> uh, although although he doesn't get on it um, that many times, uh, people have worked him out. 
But I, I would say, Bernard, that um, if you're on the right wing and uh, and uh, Maris cuts in, gets the ball on the left, I think that go- that that ball is going pretty much in the net, not from a penalty, but probably from a strike. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, the conditions last night, certainly that first half when City were attacking the end where where I was at. Um, yeah, you just knew every time a ball went zoomed across to him in in, in height, you just knew Mardis was going to take it down perfectly because that's what he's very, very good at. And, you know, this is why when he misses the penalties, we get a little bit annoyed because we, we know we can put that, you know, we can know we can put that ball in, in a certain place on a, on a postage stamp. And so he should be able to hit, you know, hit those penalties and hit him top bins time and time again, you know, we we know that and I think that's why we're disappointed with Mares when he does things like that. That uh, and he lets himself down and he certainly certainly lets the team down because he's he's got those capabilities and for whatever reason, um he doesn't quite do it sometimes. And as you say, he's a bit of a one trick pony, I think Ray said there. He, he is at the moment. Defenders know how to play him, but yeah, if he gets an opportunity in the right spot he has certainly got the qualities to put that ball in the net, which he did last night. But uh, and that's the only way we have a down running because we know he can do better, perhaps, than than what he has been doing. Well, let, let's give him, let's give the lad a little bit of credit. I think, in my experience, I would say no one controls the ball better than uh, Mares. I think maybe, possibly, um, uh, I would say maybe. Uh, a couple of players can, can kind of trap the ball like that, um, but not not as regularly as he does. And that was the that was the score, guys. It was three one. Now, um, before I move on, uh, Ray, is there anything else you want to talk about uh, in this game? Not really. I think we, I think we covered most of the points. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So, Bernard. Uh, the goals were raining in all over Europe. Did you see any interesting uh, results from the other games? Uh, well, interesting. I, I was more interested in who we could get in the next round, actually, looking at the teams who finished second. I was more concentrating on that, uh, which is is very interesting, I think, of, of the teams, if I can go on to that. I mean, obviously, we've got Brugge, Inter, AC Milan, Frankfurt, Leipzig and PSG. And I think of those teams, the only team I don't want to play, not because I'm scared of them, is, is probably PSG because I'm a bit, bit bored of playing PSG. But uh, yeah, I was more looking at that. Um, obviously, there's, I think we talked last week about some of the big names might be dropping out, but I think it all more or less went to plan on what we thought last week. There's no no big surprises. Uh, Tottenham scrolled through, didn't they, the other night? But yeah, I watched a bit of the Celtic game. That was that was a interesting game. <laughs> Just like they did five, probably five better. Than was, all right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, five five one. But they could sort of last twenty minutes, last ten or fifteen minutes. Uh, so if Celtic could uh, uh, really went at them, but I think it was all over by then. We know what it's like when you're five nil up or six six one up. It can all go all go wrong, can't it? But. Yeah, so I was more interested in the teams we've got to play, and as I said, uh, some good. I like the Italian teams, and I think we've got a reasonable knockout round coming up, which is on Monday, isn't it? The the draw for the knockout stages is next Monday. So apart from PSG, I'm happy with with anyone really. That was that. That was kind of what I thought you would say, uh, uh, Ray. Well, who do you think uh, City will get next? <laughs> Anybody that we could get. It's you know, until the draw's made, we don't know who we're going to get. I'm, I, like Bernard, I'm not fussed. 
you know, we get whoever we get, and we have no say in that. So, uh, do, do you think uh, Ray we've avoided all, all of the the giants? Well, PSG is still a decent side, uh, but I'm not. To be honest, I'm not that fussed about the hypotheticals of who we could get. You know, we'll get whoever we get, and we'll beat them. Gosh, <laughs> Ray is so so calm and so sophisticated, Bernard. Um, what do you think? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, you've got to think like that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not, we're not, I don't think we're coming, you know, the greatest we've been. I don't think our form is fantastic. Uh, but there's a lot, you know, you're talking a World Cup coming up now and everything's got to be, you know, everything's got to be up in the air once we start playing these games. We just, we've just got to make sure we win the next, uh, two or three as well before, before the World Cup starts. I'm a bit like Ray, but what happens will happen and, uh, I'm sure we'll get through this knockout round and on to the next one. Well, let me ask Ray then a controversial question. And he's not going to like this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Ray, if Pep wins the Champions League with Man City this season, is that him off? Nah. Mike, every week you ask if Pep's leaving. Have you got something against him? You want to get rid of our, the best manager in our history? No, I, I, just, I, I just don't <laughs> want him to go. I don't want him to go, but I'm just kind of thinking, what else has he got to do? It's like you've got an agenda. You stoke up controversy. You know, <laughs> trying to make me angry uh, and uh, upset that Pet might believe. That's my job. That's my job. Uh, I hardly think so. I think Petlock Pep is clearly the best manager uh, in our history. His record is second to none. Um, and I've said it before. There's nowhere else he can get what he's got at City. The calmness, uh, the the lack of infighting in the boardroom, uh, the support, the financial support. And, and everything else is the best, some, some of the best facilities in world football. He's got everything he wants. But Ray, that was not my question. My question is, if he wins the Champions no. League again, no. is, is, no. is that him done? No, if he wins the Champions League, okay, he'll have a T-shirt at the parade that says, I won it without Messi. Okay, F you. All those people <laughs> who said you can only win it with Messi. He'll have that on his T-shirt. Mark my words. Write it down. Come back okay. to me. I'm writing this down. Okay. Okay, Bernard, what do you think? You think if uh, Pep wins the Champions League, that he will think, well, all right, I've done everything now? No. I think, like, well, if he wants to stay in football, no. Uh, of course he won't, because if he wants to stay in football, as Ray said, everything's set up for him to continue at City and go on and, and win another another couple or something like that. You know, it, it's as simple as that. But let, let's come back to that when we when we get anywhere near a final and, and think about it then. I'll yeah, I, I, I think that is the, the most sensible response there, Bernard. All Mike, right. Leave. Yeah. Pet will leave the season after, the season that he's been on the bolt from the Blue Podcast. That will be his time to leave. Once he's... Yeah. Uh, We'll, we'll finish it. We'll finish him off. That's for sure. Hey, hey, hey! Whatever you want to do, Bernard. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I like the guy. I'm not finishing him off. Uh, but uh, no, no. Once he's been on the ball from the blue pot, I tell you what, this Bernard Denini brings. It lowers the tone. Um, once Pep's been on the ball from the blue podcast, there's nowhere. There's no up. You know, upside for him there. There's nowhere else he can go. He's climbed every mountain. He certainly he, will. And uh, guys, stunning announcement, stunning announcement. The Bolt from the Blue will be contacting um, the players from the uh, fantastic 1999 uh, win. We'll be contacting all the old players. I- I'm going to do my best um, impression of Ian Cheeseman. I'm going to be contacting them all. 
and see if they're willing to talk to um, Ray and uh, Bernard. I, I, the thing is, I don't know if they're going to be willing to talk to Ray and Bernard. What do you think, Bernard? Oh, why not? I mean, what, what have they got to lose, mate? What, apart from credibility, what, what have they got to lose in <laughs> talking to us? That's for, that's for sure. You know, I, I can't say anything more than that. I don't think uh, it can only it can't do them any harm, can it? Uh, <laughs> well, perhaps it could, yeah. Perhaps it could. <laughs> Guys, I gotta go. I'm, oh, I'm, all right, guys. So, so let's uh, let's just stop there. And uh, final thoughts from Ray. And uh, Ray, what's next for City? What's next for City? We've got Fulham at the weekend. Uh, you know, Fulham are riding high in the league, so it's not going to be a, a walkover. We've got work to do, uh, and uh, I think we'll do it. Okay, Bernard. Final thoughts. Yeah, agree with Ray. We've um, we've got to win our next two. League games and win our next Carabao Cup games. As simple as that. If we don't, I will be a little bit disappointed going into the World Cup. I'll admit. I'm going to say uh, final thing, guys. We've got to mention uh, Mike Somerville was taken ill yesterday at the game. Thankfully, it's not now serious. He's probably had uh, uh, a bit too much food uh, uh, or some do- a dodgy kebab at, some, uh, at City. Uh, but he's, <laughs> no, he was all right. He's just uh, he went to a hospital just as a precaution. And uh, he's, he's he's sound, so I think there are a lot of concerned City fans uh, about that. But he's all right. Well, thanks a, thanks a lot for that, Ray. That is uh, something that we can um, uh, think about, guys. I mean, what a great player he was for us. Let's finish off for now. But I promise you this: we, the three of us, will be back for you after the next game. I can promise you that, and uh, we'll see what what's going on. But I think probably at this point, it's probably a good time to finish off. Uh, thanks for the guys. Thanks for Ray and for Bernard. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll stop here and finish off in the normal way, guys, by saying, have one of us and up the blues. Up the blues. <laughs>